Good morning. Good morning. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for another opportunity, Lord, to come together over the airwaves and we just want to thank you, Lord, for another week, Lord, that we're able to gather together, not physically, Lord, yet, but spiritually, Lord. And we know how powerful the spirit is, Lord. Your spirit can flow from heart to heart and from breast to breast, Lord. And the spirit can move around the world faster than even the internet. And you can touch hearts, <laughs> souls, minds, spirits, and you can draw us together, even though we are in our respective homes, wherever we may be watching this broadcast, we are still united under one Lord, one faith, one baptism, brothers and sisters in Christ, absent in the body, but together in the spirit. And we thank you for that, Lord. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for all the blessings that you've bestowed upon us, Lord, not only over these past few months that seem so long, but, but just in our daily lives, Lord those of us who've had the ability to wake up. So many people, thousands, hundreds of thousands of people have died since the last time we've all gathered in this building. And not just from Corona, but just from life, health issues. So many people have lost loved ones, friends, coworkers. But Lord, you've seen fit for us to see another day, Lord. Another day where we can wake up and look up and look out and use another day to be your ambassadors, Lord, to speak kindness and to speak encouragement and to speak love and light into all of those around us, Lord, in such a dark time that we're in, Lord. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for giving us the opportunity to do that, Lord, and we pray, Lord, that you don't take your spirit away from us, Lord. Lord, we pray that you continue, Lord, to rest, rule, and abide in our homes, in our bodies, in our minds, and in our spirits, in our goings out and in our comings in, in our homes, on our jobs, as, as we start to return to our jobs, our places of work, Lord. Let's carry your spirit with us, Lord, because we know, Lord, that there will be people who have been changed through this situation. They may not be the same people that we saw the last time we saw the last time we were with them, Lord. But Lord, we know we know that your spirit, Lord, is an interpretive spirit, Lord. And it can reveal to us who needs a, a word of encouragement, who needs a smile, who needs uplifting because there will be many that will need those, Lord. And I pray that we remember, Lord, that it's our job to uplift one another in the household of faith, Lord. We may not be in this building to physically check on one another, Lord, but we can call each other and we can text one another just to say hello, to say I'm thinking about you, God bless you, have a great day. Let us remember our brothers and sisters because we just don't know what a simple text can do for someone's day. I pray that you continue to keep us in your bosom, Lord, in our goings out and in our comings in, Lord. Keep us safe. We love you, Lord. We adore you. We praise your holy name. We thank you for everything you've done for us, Lord. Everything that you're setting up to do for us, Lord, in the future. All of the things you've brought us through in the past. We just can't say thank you enough. Bless your holy name. Amen. Amen. We're getting closer, everybody. Hang in there, we're getting closer. Each day, each week, we're getting closer to getting back together again. I wanna take this time to thank those of you who have been faithful with your tithes and your goodwill offering. When we don't come into this building every week, it's easy to forget that 
or it's easy to slack off on that. But we have had people that have been paying their tithes online, that have been mailing their tithes and their goodwill offerings through the church. We've had people stopping by the church, uh, dropping their tithes off. We've had people bringing their tithes and their goodwill offerings to the pastor's house. We thank you so much for that. Just because we're not in this building, there's still a mortgage, there's still light bills, water bills, all those things. So I just thank you all for remembering that in the midst of you know, going on with your everyday lives to remember that to support the church. I pray God's blessings tenfold upon each and every one of you. And on behalf of the pastor and the first lady, I want to thank you for that commitment and for continuing that. Amen. All right, let's go. Elijah Rock, shout, shout. Elijah Rock, coming up alone. Elijah Rock, shout, shout. Elijah Rock, coming up alone. Elijah Rock, shout, shout. Elijah Rock, coming up alone. Elijah Rock, shout, shout. Elijah Rock coming up, Lord. Yeah, Elijah, Elijah, Elijah. Oh, Satan is a liar and a codger too. You don't watch out, he'll be unkind to you. If I could, I surely would stand on the rock where Moses stood. Elijah Rock, shout, shout, shout. Elijah Rock, coming up, Lord. Elijah Rock, shout, shout, shout. Elijah Rock, coming up, Lord. Well, Ezekiel said, saw him wheel in the middle of a wheel and John talked about him in the book of the seven seals well now some call him Rose of Sharon and others call him Prince of Peace all that I can tell you is he's been a rock and a shelter for me hallelujah Elijah Rock shout 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 Elijah Rock coming up alone. Elijah Rock, shout, shout, shout. Elijah Rock coming up, Lord. I can call my rock in the morning. Call him late at night. He's always in my corner. And all my battles he fights. And you know what I like about a church? When I'm in trouble. I can call him up on the line. He put a telephone down in my heart. I can call him up anytime. Hallelujah. Elijah Rock, shout, shout, shout. Elijah Rock, coming up, Lord. Elijah Rock, shout, shout, shout. Elijah Rock, coming up, Lord. Elijah Rock, shout, shout, shout. Elijah Rock coming up alone. 
Elijah Rock, shout, 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 Elijah Rock, I'm coming up, Lord, hey, we. God bless you. That's good. It's good. Bless you this morning. Yes. God is good. Amen. It's a beautiful day. A good Sunday, and I'm doing this for Tanya. Amen. Told me last week, she didn't have any water up there for you, but it was up there today. All right. I want to talk about something we, we've been talking about uh, these last few weeks of of parenting and uh, shepherding and these things. And uh, uh, I've done this before uh, recently, but sometimes we need to encourage the people that, uh, that are around us. And one of the things as a coach that I found out is, is, is just exciting is when you're coaching, the, the thing that you have to tell the athlete is trust your training. You gotta trust your training. And what happens is a lot of people lose the race because they, they, they get distracted from the way they have trained. Now, many to many of you have watched these track meets and all this. Some people go out fast, some people go out slow, some people wear the, go the same uh, pace all the time. And the person that usually wins is the person that trusts their training. And so what happens is each, each one of these athletes know the other one. And so what they will try to do is to distract you from running the race, your best race. Because they know what your best race is, because everybody just about knows everybody. Well, Paul here is, it's, it's, like, it's like anything, it's like a family. If you've been raised right, uh, your parents want you to trust your training. Remember we talked about uh, raise a child uh, and the way a child should go, or train a child in the way he should go, or, or he or she, and they should return to that. Many a day. It's, it's, that's what it's about. It's being able to in, have the influence over your child uh, or, your, or your athlete or your church members that they will trust what they're trained to do. And so as Christians here, we, I'm excited about what's going on in this church. We've had in the last week and a half, three of our members have lost mothers and they've had to bury their mothers, and everyone, none of, none of them because of the virus, I don't think, and we've had some other people, kin people, but each one of those people have called me, and we, we prayed for those people, and they all were excellent. They took care of their business. They've really done an excellent job because they trust their training, and so as I do this message, we want to, uh, as your pastor, I'm excited about watching you all grow and people calling and testifying that you are trusting your training. And so here we're going to do a little lesson here that, that inspired me because I want to pat you on the back the best way I can and thank you for uh, when you trust your training and you win in your victories, that makes the coach feel good. Amen to that. So here we go. We're starting off in 1 Thessalonians 3, verse 1 from the Passion. And this is, this is, this is Paul writing here, okay? When we could bear it no longer, we decided that we would remain in Athens and send Timothy in our place. He is our beloved brother and co-worker with God in preaching the gospel. 
we knew he would strengthen your faith and encourage your hearts. And so Paul's writing back to this church, all right, and, and we don't know because Paul had a lot of sickness and a lot of things going on. You know, the man was beaten many times and, and was rocked a time. So he, it might have been a sickness, but there was some reason that he could not go back there. So he went and sent Timothy in his place. So he went and sent Timothy in his place because he knew that Timothy was a strong brother and that Timothy, through the preaching the gospel, would strengthen their faith and encourage their hearts. So every now and then, what we need to do is we have to send somebody that can strengthen and encourage people's hearts. And that's what, if you are a member of Christ Temple North and you're going by your training, then you have the abilities and the capabilities to be able to train somebody else. You'll be able, going through all this stuff here, I'm, I'm challenging all of the Christ Temple North members and friends, if you've been listening this long time, uh, uh, you have the wisdom and the knowledge through your teaching that you right now ought to be okay enough that Pastor Fields would be able to send you to uh, a place and, and not have to go himself, but you would have the power of the preaching the gospel, meaning just testifying and witness and reading scriptures, that you could strengthen other people's hearts. And right now, it's the time that people need that. People are going through a whole lot of situations and a whole lot of circumstances, so they need the evangelist. And the evangelist is not a title that man gives you. Evangelist is, is, is a spirit that the Holy Spirit gives you. And each one of you, as a witness of Christ, that's what it's about. You can witness Christ to an, another individual, somebody that's struggling, somebody that's on their last wit, as the old folks say. You can strengthen their faith and encourage their heart by testifying and giving them testimonies of what you've learned and what's helped carry you through. Amen Amen to that? Keep going, please. And this was so that no one would be shaken by these persecutions or troubles you were going through. And so he said, and he sent him there because he doesn't want anybody to be shaken by by this virus or anything, I'm saying this, or anything else that we're going through. Because when you are solid in Christ and you have someone there... Uh, uh, encouraging you and strengthening your heart, you won't be shaken. Some people need us now. People need us now. And I can guarantee you, if you are a Christ Temple North member, I think it was Brother Nathan that said in one of the Bible studies, he said, we shouldn't be, this thing shouldn't bother us at all. It was Brother Nathan. And he said this, Pastor Fields has been training us to get through this stuff for 20 years. And so if you came here, we are now, we should be the encouragers. We should be the encouragers here. We should be trying to strengthen other people's hearts. Because some people call this a persecution, and they've got troubles, troubles. And then you all have heard y'all's pastor talk about troubles all the time. He says, if you haven't lived, if you ain't seen trouble, keep living. There's always going to be something. But but right now, you're not the victim. You are the person. You are the evangelist. You're the encourager. You're the strengthener because of your training. Okay. And then he says, for you know that we are destined for these. And, so, and he told him, said, we, we, you, we, we know we're going to have troubles. You see, this is just something to shake in the world. But we, if this virus was not going on, there would still be troubles. I don't know if you all listen to the news. The news is there are more people being killed by homicides in Kansas City, Missouri, than the virus. So those people are going through pains and troubles. They're bearing sons and daughters. And so we always know, he's saying here, that there's always going to be troubles. That's right. You know, years ago, I used to listen to a, uh, a lady called Nina Simone. There's a song she was saying, trouble, I'm blue, but I won't be blue always. You see, we have to learn 
that there's always going to be troubles. But we're going to make it through it. And, and many of you in here and listening to my voice right now, you've been through some stuff. So that means you can be an encourager when somebody else is going through troubles. And All right, here we go. Then in verse 4, he tells them, In fact, when we were with you, we forewarned you. Suffering, troubles, and persecution is coming. And so it has happened, as you well know. And you've been in this church long enough that you've been forewarned that trouble is coming. Some kind of trouble has come before, a virus or any of this thing. We have been trained in this church that trouble will find you. That's what pastor always says all the time. There's one thing he can promise you, trouble will find you. You're always going to have to deal with some kinds of troubles. And if you've been forewarned that trouble's coming and you've been trained to how to deal with troubles, then you will be victorious because it strengthens, teaching strengthens your heart. That's what I'm trying to do right now. It strengthens your heart. It encourages you. It empowers you to be able to go through troubled moments, troubled situations. When they find a vaccine for this, there'll be something else that'll come along. You see? Amen to that. All right? And for this reason, when I could endure it no longer, I sent our brother to find out if your faith was still strong. And so he's, he's saying this. He couldn't stand it. He just couldn't stand it. They didn't have cell phones and all this. He couldn't stand it. He wondered if they was, uh, uh, how they were doing and had they forgotten what they were taught or, or were, they, were they in their training. And so he said, I sent this brother to see if you were still strong. Now listen to this here. He says he, went, he sent them to see if their faith was still strong. That meant when the last time he saw them, their faith was strong. And so what he's saying is he, he sent the brothers, Brother Timothy there, to see if those people were still using their training. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? That's right. To find out if your faith was still strong. And so this, this, is, this, this is the question today. The, what we're going through right now in these situations and circumstances, Pastor Fields wants to know, is your faith still strong? Because before this virus happened, your faith was strong. And it should be strong still today if you follow your training. All right? For I was concerned that the tempter had somehow enticed you and our labor would have been in vain. And he said he was, he was, he was just kind of concerned that, that the tempter or Satan or situations or circumstances has enticed, enticed you and all his work would be in vain. The worst thing as a parent, coach, or teacher is when you've given your best and taught somebody well, and they take what they've taught and they learned and cast it away and fall apart. You see what I'm saying? And so I, I, I want you to understand that I'm looking to hear some great testimonies in this church, and I've already heard some good, great testimonies. I can't name all the people who've lost kin people in here, but not one of them fell apart. Not one of them fell apart. All they asked me for was prayer, and they handled their business. And that, that, that's not so exciting for me about what I've taught. That's exciting to me about these young women and men, and I call everybody young women and men, are going by their training. You can only run like you train. You, you can only run like you train. Let me tell you something. You can only survive like you trained. You got to stick to your training because I promise you, it'll work. I promise you that, all right? Now from the message, it states, 
I didn't want the tempter getting to you and tearing down everything we had built up together. And Paul's saying here, he says, I didn't want the tempter, the tempter, <laughs> Satan, to tear down everything. Don't let Satan tear down everything that you work for. You've been in church all your life, some of you. You've been, you, you, you get to Bible study, you're doing all this stuff. He wants to tear it down. And Paul's saying here, he, had to, he checked it out. I want to know if the tempter tore it down. But he didn't tear it down That's right. when we go down in there. It's just like Christ Temple North people. I'm proud of you people. I am really proud of you folks. I don't count money to do anything. We have people do all that. And, uh, uh, but I come in and, and uh, take it downstairs and all that and pray for every envelope. I'm just excited and I'm done. But I'm so, it's just exciting to me to be able to pray for so many envelopes. It's just exciting to me that your faith is still strong even though you're not in this building. That's, that's amazing to me. And I just love it. All right, keep going. And in verse 6, But now Timothy has just returned to us and brought us the terrific news of your faith and love. And this is what I love this part. But Timothy came back and said, I got some good news, Paul. They're standing strong. See, it's like the good news that I'm getting when people call me. It's good news. I said, we can handle it. I handled it. I'm back home. You see, uh, I think it was uh, Mike and Tanya had left, and they had to go, I forgot, Arkansas or someplace, and I, we, I prayed with them before they left. And I love it when they got back, they, they called me and said, we home. The only thing Mike said, I'm tired. It's wrong, you know. On Saturday, Brother Steve uh, is doing his gravesite for his mother, Steve Heinz. Great job. Pastor didn't have to do that. He's trained to do that. Great, great to see this thing, you see. And, and you know, just, and there are other people in here who've done great things and are standing. And I'm, that, that just, it just makes me, my chest swell up. That look at my people. They're sticking to their training. And there's going to be more stuff. And Pastor Fields has promised you all one thing, and if you haven't had trouble, keep living, trouble will find you. But then he also promised you this. If you stick to your training and your teaching, you'll be able to be victorious. Amen. You'll be able to do things that you didn't think you would do. But if you stick to your training, it'll work for you. Amen. All right? Timothy informed us that you still hold us dear in your hearts and that you long to see us as much as we long to see you. And Timothy's saying, hey, you still hold us in your heart, and we want to see you, and, and we know that you want to see us, and that's just what's going on. You know, I, I miss this crowd. I mean, you know, it's nice. I, these some loving people in here, these eight people we got up in here. But I, I miss you all. Can't wait to see you again. May not want to hug you but, and shake hands, but just to see your face. But guess what? You're in my heart. All right? And in verse 7, So, our dear brothers and sisters, in the midst of all our distress and difficulties, your steadfastness of faith has greatly encouraged our hearts. And, and what, what you do when, when, when I hear you all, like Sister Gail, Helen, dealing with her mother who passed away, when I hear all you all go through these things, man, all this uh, uh, distress and difficulties, and you are steadfast, that, is, that encourages my heart. You see, I want to stay around here a decade and some years. I don't ever want to retire because of the results that I see in my people from what they've been taught. That's right. All right? 
Then he says, we feel alive again as long as we know that you are standing firm in the Lord. And Paul says, we feel alive again as we know that you are standing firm in your faith. I mean, that gives a coach, a teacher, or a parent. I mean, that's, that's empowering to that. It doesn't have to be a pastor. It can be a, it can be a mother, a father, a friend that you've taught. It empowers them to see that you're still standing in your faith. That's right. All right? How could we ever thank God enough for all the wonderful joy that we feel before our God because of you? And it's, I, how can we thank God enough? He's saying, I, could, I said, I could say that this morning. How can I thank God enough for the blessings of the members and friends that are supporting this ministry in Christ Temple North? That's right. That's a blessing. It's a blessing to see it. Amen. And you feel it because these people are, no matter what, doors are closed, whatever, they say, we're going to support Pastor Fields and the other ministers and the teachers and Sunday school teachers in this church. Now, that's, that strengthens you. That strengthens you, all right? Then he tells us in verse 10, every night and day we sincerely and fervently pray that we may see you face-to-face and furnish you with whatever may be lacking in your faith. And so Paul's saying, he keeps praying, Pastor Fields does this, and a lot of other church members are doing this. We'll do the commentary in a minute. And a lot of other people are doing this. They're praying every day. We want to see you. We don't want to lose any of our people. We want to see you just as for the smiles and see the energy, but we want it to be safe. And most likely, Father's Day will open our church up. And it'll be just an exciting time just to see you. We'll do two services. It'll be online how we're going to do it. One for families will be the second service, and the other people will be at the first service. Because when you bring your kids in, we want your kids sitting with you for a couple weeks to see what we're doing. But it'll be an exciting time to see each other. So right now, Pastor Fields is thinking about Father's Day. And we'll have it all separated in here where it'll be perfectly safe in here. You see, and we want you to wear a mask. If you don't have one, we'll have one at the door for you. And we'll go by the rules. But it'll be an exciting time to see your face. That's right. All right? Now, may our Father God and our precious Lord Jesus guide our steps on a path straight back to you. And he's just saying, he just wants to to see. And this is what we want. We want all of us to come together. I want to see you. Hear your voice say amen. You see, it'll it'll be a great time. You see, it, it'll be a great time, and some of you all have been friends for years. You'll be able to talk with each other for years, and some other things we'll think about doing for a great fellowship in the parking lot, just so you can sit and talk, but we'll be safe. That's right. You see, God gave us a protection against the virus. It's called wisdom, common sense, and we'll use that, and we'll still be able to feel each other, because love runs from heart to heart, breast to breast. All right? We don't have to touch to do that. Okay. Then he says, and may the Lord increase your love until it overflows toward one another and for all people. And this is what he said. He said, may your love just increase and overflows for one another. Man, you really find out how much you love somebody when you miss them. Or you'll be exciting. But one thing about it is we got all of us got a love to share. And it can just be a great smile. Beautiful thing. I'm just excited. I'm looking at all these empty, oh, it's going to be something when we get back in here. All right? 
Then he said, just as our love overflows towards you. And, and uh, for all of us that are on staff here, our love overflows for you. Amen. We love you in here. This is a loving church. Always has been and always will be. Then your hearts will be strengthened in holiness so that you may be flawless and pure before the face of our God and Father at the appearing of our Lord Jesus with all his holy ones. And what he's talking about there, he's talking about the end, but this is going to be a beginning to us. This is going to be an exciting time for us because our hearts will be strengthened. And our hearts are strengthening now because we're missing something. And when you're missing something, and you can't do it through the mind and the eyes, and your heart receives it and it gets down in your spirit, you got a whole lot of love to give. All right? And in 1 Thessalonians 2, from the message, starting at verse 17, do you have any idea how very homesick we became for now, this, you? This was, I picked this out for, for us, uh, the teachers, the Sunday school teachers, and, and the praise team, and... And, of course, the ministers and security, the people who do the work in this church. Uh, this, this is what we all feel right now. Okay. Read, start again, please. Do you have any idea how very homesick we became for you, dear we, friends? We, we are homesick Sunday morning. We are homesick because we miss our dear friends. That's right. Even though it hadn't been that long and it was only our bodies that were separated from you. And see, stop right there. And he says, it hadn't been that long, just a few months, and only our bodies were separated from you, That's right. not our hearts. That's right. Not our hearts. Our hearts are there. And I know I'm in y'all's heart and you in my heart, but I can't wait to see you. That's right. Yeah, the praise team people, and there'll be a few. I don't know how they'll do it spread out up here. They can't wait to motivate you and to elevate your spirit. Amen. Okay? We tried our very best to get back to see you. Yeah, that was Paul because he couldn't get back there to see him, but we'll be back. That's right. <laughs> We're going to do that like that. We'll be back. Okay, here we go. You can't imagine how much we missed you. And you can't imagine how much we missed you. Some of you all have no clue the love and the influence that you have on church members, on each other. Some of you are very special. You're really in the hearts of, you're not church members, you're family. And we missed you and can't wait to see you. That's right. I, Paul, tried over and over to get back, but Satan stimmied us each time. And Paul was saying he tried to get back, but Satan st- stopped him each time. This is not quite our situation, but we always thought we could go in this week and we'd go that week and go here and go there. We're going to do the right thing, but we'll see you soon, all right? Who do you think we're going to be proud of when our master Jesus appears, if it's not you? And see, and Paul said, I'm going to say it. I will be so proud of when God comes, I can see the Christ Temple North people stepping in line, getting ready to go into the kingdom of God. Because they trust their training. All right, we're going to finish up with the commentary. Because I want you all to understand now, Trouble will always be there, but no matter what it is, sickness, and many of us have got sickness, and we're dealing with different situations and circumstances. Some of you at your homes, you still, nothing to do with the virus. You've got other things you deal with. That's so right. trouble will always find you, but listen to me. Trust your teaching. Trust your training. Oh, here we go. Paul made it clear that troubles are to be expected in life. And, and Paul made it very clear in all his writings. 
you see. The trouble, trouble is always going to be there. It's life. Some things are just life. It ain't the devil, it's just life. You see, and he made it very clear that trouble should be expected. That's why we do what we do, to prepare ourselves and strengthen our heart and our minds and our spirits, because when trouble comes, we can stand. That's right. It's life, all right? Even a life of recovery in Christ. And, and this is from the recovery. Even in a life of recovery through Christ, because all of us are in recovery of some kind, it's just life. That's right. We're working hard. It takes, it takes a lot of training discipline to handle life because trouble will find you. Right. All right? When we trust God, we cannot expect everything to go smoothly. So I trust God, but everything's not going to go smoothly. It's not the way it works. Some things are just life. But I'm going to trust him anyhow. I think it was Job said, all of my days of my appointed time, excuse me, will I wait till my change come. Right. I remember a song years ago by Sam Cooker, a change going to come. So if a change going to come, that means there's going to be trouble. And the change will be victory. Right. It's life. Right. Okay? I love music. Frank Sinatra said, that's life. I won't sing. It's life. It ain't the devil's life. Sickness. Car wrecks, accidents, incidents, it's life. That's right. But we have what it takes through our teachings and our training of the gospel to be victorious. Right. All right? God never promised to miraculously remove our dependency, though he may do so on rare occasions. God didn't promise you this is going to be a bed of roses. He didn't promise you he's going to move everything. But he did promise you that you could make it through it. That's right. All right? God stands with us as we face our problems. And when, when I have a problem, God, I don't ever face a problem alone and neither do you. God stands with us when we face our problems and gives us strength to, to comfort each other in new challenges. That's what he does. He comforts us and gives us strength for new challenges because there's always going to be challenges in life. But God will walk beside us and strengthen us and empower us for any kind of challenge. Right. After this is over, there'll be a new challenge. And it, you may not have something going on with this virus, but you got something else going on. And it's a challenge, but God will take you and walk with you and, and encourage you and strengthen you and empower you to be victorious through any of your troubles. That's right. He'll do that. All right? He does this realizing that we will always have troubles in this life. And he does this, well, he knows we're going to always have troubles in this life. Yes. Mm -hmm. He knows that. He didn't promise us there wouldn't be troubles. He knows we're going to have troubles, but he gave us a way out. Mm -hmm. and some things we just got to live with. Yeah. Right. I've never taught these Christ Temple North people that you wouldn't have troubles. Matter of fact, I've always taught you all, if you keep living, trouble will find you. But I tell you, God will walk with you. And, and, and you're going to have more than one challenge in life. There's one challenge, you have a victory, Brother Larry. Then the next thing you know, another th challenge comes up. There's a new challenge there. But the same God that helped you and the same gospel that was taught and the same training that helped you get through the, the last one will get you through the next one. That's right. All right? And he will help us to survive the hard times in the recovery and, process. And he will help us. 
to survive the hard times. We don't know. There's going to be difficult. There's always going to be some difficult times. We're going to have to bury people. We're going to have to go to hospitals. We're going to have to deal with afflictions and sickness ourselves. But God will help us through the process. And process means I'm getting going through and getting through. All right? And lastly, as we face the struggles inherited to all humans. All humans. I remember Sister Sandy used to say in her classes when she was talking to people, you ain't unique. She was dealing with recovery, with alcoholics, drug addicts, and everybody thought that theirs was worse. She said, no, you ain't unique. And I'm telling us, you all, we're not unique. All of us are going to go through, some of us been through. But we're always going to have struggles. That's right. But God will assist us and help us through our struggles, our trials, and our tribulations. Yes. It's just called life. That's right. But guess what? We want to make him proud. By, by, we want to make him proud. We want to make God smile. Say, that's my son, that's my daughter. They went through the teaching, they went through their training of the gospel and look at them. We want to, and also, we want to make our pastor proud when, when he asks us to do something that we don't think we can do. When he asks us to deal with the challenges of life and we make it through the challenge of life and it makes him smile. It makes us proud and it makes him proud. And I'm proud of you all the way you've been handling some stuff. There's some people in here has been going through. That's right. But guess what? Your teaching won't leave you. Your training won't lead you. Trust your training. Trust your teaching. It'll get you through. Trust your God. He'll go through it with you. And then he'll send people to help you. And guess what? He'll send people to encourage your heart and strengthen your heart. And then he'll send people that'll walk through it with you. Because that's, right. that's how God is. That's right. All right? No matter what, we can count on God's presence with us. No matter what, we can count on God's presence with us. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. And nothing can separate us from the presence of God. I walk with Christ. I talk with Christ. I think with Christ. I have the Spirit of Christ within me. Therefore, I can meet any challenge of life. That's, right. That's just the way it is. God bless you. Heather's going to lead us in prayer. God bless you. See you soon. We're thinking about Father's Day. Amen. Sister Heather. Prepare yourself for prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we come to you thanking you, Lord, for another day that you've blessed us with. Asking, Lord, for all of us to really hear this message, Lord. Let it lift us up and get us through the troubling times that we may be facing right now, Lord. Take away the, ang or the anxiety, any worry, any fear, anything that disturbs or agitates our spirit, Lord. I'm asking that you remove that. Strengthen our faith if our faith has become weakened, Lord, that you continue to lift us up and continue to help us grow. Continue to help us seek you first, Lord, and continue to have our love grow for you, Lord, and our love for others, Lord. Continue to guide us and bless us in all things. We thank you. We adore you. We love you. We appreciate everything and this journey that you are taking us through. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.